Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We're going to feature a living legend of home cooking. In fact, her name is Sally Wise, and Sally has a stack of best-selling cookbooks behind her. She has held a decades-long spot on ABC Radio, our equivalent in Australia, and was awarded an Order of Australia Medal in recognition of her contribution to the culinary and hospitality sectors. She can be found teaching locals, tourists, kids, even prison inmates, and everything they need to know about cooking wholesome, fuss-free food. Sally has three cookbooks on the art of slow cooking. So now when you usually think of slow cooking, it may conjure up images of warm stews and the likes, but Sally has flipped that narrative on its head, proving that a slow cooker is an essential tool all year round, even in these hot summer months. And if you do have questions for Sally, please send them through to us. We'd love to hear from you. Text us on one. Hi, Sally. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Mark. Lovely to have you with us. And, and well, what is it about slow cooking that appeals to you so much? Oh, there's so many things. Um, the convenience is a big one, particularly in this day and age where we're all so busy. It just simplifies life so much for you. Um, and it's the fact that you keep all the goodness in the slow cooker, um, not pouring things down the sink like the water off cooked vegetables and that sort of thing. It's, it's it's just a winner all round, and you can um, do so many things with it. As you said, it's not just a warm stew and stodgy soup, um, and that sort of thing. It's, it, I love doing the books. I, I used to think it was like doing culinary calisthenics, getting it, twisting it this way and that to see if it would do just some really exciting dishes and desserts and yeah. cakes, and it does a lot, really. It's a much underrated piece of kitchen equipment. So when you think of summertime, which we're in the midst of, and I know you're sweltering in Australia at the moment, oh, but yes. you, what, I mean, it's the last thing I'd think of as a slow cooker, but what would you mm. say would be perfect for summertime? Well, I would do something lighter, though, of course, you can do a curry. I mean, in India, yeah. they curries all the time, and it's so hot. But <laughs> I, I would think of things like uh, maybe chicken and almonds, or I have one of the recipes up. I particularly like um, is salmon cutlets with dried fruits and lime. That's that's a lovely light one. Um, or maybe um, a seafood laksa or, oh, I don't know, um, a Thai green chicken curry maybe. Or I would think about what to do when friends come around. Um, and then I would think about doing something like pulled pork or pulled lamb that mm-hmm. I can have on hand. People can have some fresh bread rolls set aside, you can have some salad and some lovely pickles and they can build their own and it's always so delicious and so convenient. Now I know you have six children and did the I do. the slow cooker come in pretty handy I imagine when you were younger? Well they were younger. Oh my goodness yes, when um, I brought my third baby home from hospital at 3 and 31 months I might add, I thought oh my goodness what is going to happen here, oh and two living grandparents I might add to boot so um, I bought my first crock pot as it was called yes. back then and I would put something in, in the slow cooker crock pot 
first thing in the morning in a relative calm about 10 o'clock and then I knew by the end of the day, even if the sky fell in, there would be some delicious meal ready for everyone at the end of the day. My husband when he walked in the door and the grandparents when they came up for their meal and etc. So it really was a, a lifesaver at that time. So yes, certainly. And over the years, um, I just kept it on. But then it kind of faded for a while until I realised, hey, I could do with this um, Again, this kind of convenience when the children become teenagers, you know, and they, they go out to different sporting events and then they come home and they're hungry. Yeah. Well, a slow cooker will keep the food at a good temperature, food-safe temperature, so everyone can just help themselves. And so what is the process for you? I mean, you, you decide what you're going to have and, uh, and then follow one of your slow cooker books recipes. I do. <laughs> um, I think about it. I uh, think, uh, what do I have in the fridge for a start or what did I buy in the groceries? And then what could we make out of that? How many might come in the door for dinner? Because we're a bit of, you know, people just, it's a bit of a revolving door, which I love. And so um, I think, well, what would serve a lot of people? And yes, and that works out really well. And I always think dessert too, because I know these days we're supposed to be sugar shy, but you know, everybody loves a little dessert. Mm. And so I have, um, I'll think about what would be lovely for afters, because the slow cooker is marvellous for desserts. Um, Just fantastic. So um, yeah, that's kind of the process I would go through. And then, you know, all the cleaning up is done. Um, By the time the people arrive, you look like, you know, the perfect person in control. Because all the cleaning up is done, the house smells amazing, everything's in order. You just have to serve and entertain. Yes, that's right. Just do the dishes and you've got the one pot to worry about. It's fantastic. Could you give us possible options for a, for a dessert? Because I've got a really sweet tooth, I'm sorry to say. But um, oh, what, what would you – do they <laughs> okay. do steam puddings and things like that? Does that kind of work in a oh. – Oh, steam puddings are wonderful. Yeah, they make the most, um, slow cookers make the most beautiful light puddings. You cook on the high setting if they have self-raising flour in them. Um, But I would cook maybe a clafouti, very easy to do, or um, creme caramel, creme brulee, little cheesecakes. But my husband's absolute favourite of all time is a lemon marshmallow meringue pudding, which is in the first of my slow cooker books. And you would love that, Mark. Um, (laughs) It is just so simple. I make like a little, just mix some breadcrumbs and sugar because you want some kind of little outer casing on it. So I just spray the slow cooker sprinkle that around and then I make like a lemon curd filling pour into the slow cooker and it's quite thick so it sits there nicely. A lot of lemon juice in it but the beauty of the slow cooker is it doesn't make it too sour um, as some recipes will. It just makes it um, the lemon flavour more intense and then I just whisk up four um, egg whites with um, a cup of caster sugar until it's lovely and thick, maybe a teaspoon of corn flour, a teaspoon of vinegar as well. Spoon that over the top and then cook that for a couple of hours. Uh, when when it's um, cooked in the slow cooker, that meringue topping, it doesn't brown. You can do that with a blowtorch if you really must, but not necessary. Mm. This, the meringue is just like this lovely, sweet, beautiful puffy cloud mm. on top. And then you have this intensely flavoured lemon curd filling underneath and that little hint of the crust with the breadcrumbs and sugar. It is really so delicious. Dare I ask, could you make a pavlova in a slow cooker? Yes, you can, because this is kind of a pavlova um, mm. on, on top. I I wouldn't say it was my 
favourite um, in the sense of a normal pavlova, but it can be done, certainly, but you won't get that crisp crust such as you might get by baking it in the oven. Right, but nice and fluffy. Oh, beautiful and fluffy, <laughs> so light and fluffy, so good. And then, of course, um, you could let that cool, turn it out and let it cool, not yeah. the lemon, marshmallow meringue pudding, you leave that in there. Yeah. But if, when you do a pavlova in there, you turn it out, let it cool, and then you know decorate it with you know summer fruits and whipped cream and oh, nice. a little coolie or passion fruit over the top, so good. We're so delighted that you Australians enjoy our national dessert. It's great. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, one other question I have, you know, with, oh, I can't remember, they call mannequins the little, little um, pots that you do a cream brulee in. What are they, what are they called? Yeah, ramekins. Ramekins. <laughs> I was saying mannequins. God. Uh, anyway, ramekins. Um, what, to make a cream brulee in a slow cooker, would you, you put them in there and, and then put those in to the slow cooker, is it? Yes. Yeah. You just, okay. It's very similar to what you would do. Yeah. Uh, you just put them into the little... Um, ramekins and the, a grease and pop it into slow cookers. Same process. You just put a bit of water in the bottom. Uh, you can put a rack in. Um, sometimes it's difficult to get a rack to fit, so I use egg rings or oh, yeah. um, upside-down um, jar lids or something like that and pop them on top of that and cook them for a couple of hours or three, four maybe, on yeah. low. Um, and then when they come out, they are so beautiful. Yes, um, I, 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 I must admit, I, I have struggled to get my mannequins in the slow cooker, so uh, I, I will stick with the rabbit. I would imagine might be a tight fit. Now, Sally, I have a question here. A, uh, a person writes and has been given a name, but I have a slow cooker that is quite large, but sometimes I only want to make a smaller quantity of food. Is it safe to only half fill your slow cooker? You can half fill it, but um, yeah, it, it might cook quicker. Um, because just the the quantity doesn't quite match. I tend to use a 3.5 to 4.5, and you can double that. Um, but if you want to cook a smaller amount, yes, you certainly can. The only difficulty is sometimes that the um, the element in the modern day slow cooker is around the outside, generally speaking, instead of on the bottom. So it can tend, although slow cookers generally never burn, but if you don't have enough in there, it can tend to um, get a little bit not burnt, but over-browned around the outside. Mm-hmm. I would invest in, if you possibly can, it doesn't need to be an expensive one, a slightly smaller slow cooker. Mm. I have one as small as um, 1.5 litres. Oh, really? Oh, great. Yes, but so- I prefer the 3.5 to 4.5. But if you have a small family, yeah. you know, the 1.5 is, is really good. Yeah. Now, how did the slow cooker books come about? Did you become recognised for your abilities with the slow cooking? Well, I first did a book on preserves and then um, the publisher rang me and said, oh, do you have any recipes for a crock pot? And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I have a few rattling around in my head somewhere. And they said, um, well, could you do a slow cooker book? And I thought, oh, yeah, why not? I guess I could do that. And then they said, oh, could you do 100 recipes in a month? I thought, oh, my goodness, me and my big mouth. So I said yes, and um, that's how it came about. And I had, I without a word of a lie, 16 slow cookers going on my bench top. I had six metres of bench space, and I had that those going all day long, and then I would send the recipes off at night. And I have to tell you, Mark, that I had so much food, you can imagine, but I took it around the neighbours, shared it around, but it must have been a bit excessive because one of the neighbours stopped answering the door. So. <laughs> enough already. <laughs> enough, enough. You know? yeah. But, um, yeah, so... 
And so you yeah, obviously were surprised, quite surprised with the amount of recipes, the number of recipes that uh, that you can make in a slow cooker. Oh, yes, look, it's it's just amazing what you can do. I really enjoyed the process. Once I started, I thought, this is just amazing. I had no idea that you could do these things. It was so very convenient. And it's the time management, there's no beating us, you know, because you can... Some things, yes, they're quick in preparation. You can cook them quickly, but do you really want to do that when you come home from work mm. or you've been to a sporting activity or you've been to the beach? You know, it's far better something that you can put on and you know that while you're away, it just slowly will do its thing. And when you come home, as I said before, the house smells amazing. Yeah. You've resisted the temptation to stop the takeaway because you are too tired to be bothered cooking when you get home. And you know that the food is good. And nutritious. It's just such a winning equation. Now, I know these books. How, how many is it now that you've written? Um, on slow cooking, I've um, written uh, three, one, and there's another one for compilation um, yeah. of two of them. Um, but yeah. in all, I have 16 cookbooks. Wow. And, and does everyone sort of now come to you with their questions? Is this a frequent thing you've got to uh, concern yourself with? Yes. Yes, and I love it. You know, I'm so happy to talk cooking any time um, because I learn a lot from other people too. Yeah. But I'm always happy to answer people's questions um, any time. Mm. I don't sleep much, so it doesn't even matter if it's night time. So <laughs> it's um, yeah. So always happy to answer because I love what I love to do is demystify cooking yes. because it, you know it can all seem so hard. Um, and I love TV cooking shows. I really do. I'm addicted, of course, but. Um, some of them make cooking look very hard. You have to have special equipment or you have to have, you know, a special bottle mm. or whatever, this and that, that you buy at great expense and then put it in the back of the cupboard for 10 years. So you want, I like to demystify it in the sense that in all those senses, plus use readily available ingredients, work with seasonality, but also have in your repertoire, in your cupboard, in your toolbox if you mm. want, um, things like chutney and um, soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce mm. and uh, honey, marmalade, a little bit of quince jelly or something like that jam will do. Just those things that can um, tweak a flavour when you get to the end and then just work, as I said, with your everyday ingredients and you'll come out with something spectacular. It's mm. just so easy. Is it uh, another question from a, a listener here? You can uh, text in 2101, 2101 if you'd like to ask Sally a question. Um, is it okay or safe to use the slow cooker like a bain-marie to cook food in a, in a separate container? And if so, how much water should be added to surround the separate container? Um, right. I'm not quite sure what they mean. So oh, okay. like a bain Oh, you mean to cook it in the oven like... Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm thinking like a, a um, um, baked custard or something like well, that. Well, sounds a bit like a steam pudding type arrangement, does it, or not? No. Yeah, I would mm. mention or on the stove top or in the oven. Mm. You could do that. You won't get quite the same result because of what happens with a slow cooker is between the, the ceramic base and the lid, um, by the very process and the mechanics of it, it forms a steam seal, which is um, very... Um, it's not difficult to form, it takes a while to form and then that gives that unique sort of cooking. Now with other vessels um, even some of the I can't mention brand names I'm sure but there's many um, like enamel ones that 
people try to use like a slow cooker, but it's not quite the same because mm. some of the steam escapes. But you can try it and it will work to a degree, but you might need to add a little extra liquid, um, say an extra half a cup of liquid, and cook it low and slow if you're doing it on the cooktop, um, just on a very bare simmer, or in the oven on about 140 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that answers the question for them. I'm sure it does. And in terms of that first book, it was a heck of a big seller, wasn't it? It was, and much to my surprise. <laughs> I, I could not believe it. I thought, I thought, oh, people surely just have relegated their slow cookers to the back of the cupboard. Yes, it's sold over 200,000 copies, and I just, I was staggered. <laughs> but I think it was because a lot of um, of um, books that were out on crock pots were American at the time. Um, there were a couple of Australian ones, but this, I think, it was because uh, there were a lot of um, new ideas in it about um, what to do with with dishes that you mightn't expect to be cooked in there, like little raspberry cheesecakes or mm, yes. things like that, or if it, if, and the marshmallow meringue pudding, etc. So. We, we talked about the crock pot, which was the was a generic was a brand, wasn't it? It was a Sunbeam product, I understand. Um, uh, have they changed much since then, or are they uh, no, basically the same thing? Sorry, they do essentially the same thing. I find they might some of them might cook a little, just a little bit um, higher than what the old crock pot did, which was you know the slow old donkey type one. I find that yeah, just just occasionally they will cook a little bit faster, but essentially the the process is. Exactly the same, and their usefulness is the same. Do you know, Mark? They um, mm. they make the most wonderful dumplings, like steamed pork dumplings and dumplings on top of a goulash and that sort of thing. Just amazing. Corn yeah. syrup dumplings, for that matter. Now, what wouldn't you work or use in a slow cooker? What doesn't really work very well? You have to be careful with dairy products um, when you add them. Uh, they don't they don't do well with an extended period of cooking time. But the the trick there is just to add them at the end, um, maybe the last half hour or so. And if you want to put something in like um, frozen peas, everything should be thawed before it goes in. But peas only take a few minutes anyway. Put those in towards the end, or they will discolour. And be careful with. Um, dried beans and pulses. They should always be soaked overnight and some of them, like dried kidney beans, uh, mm-hmm. red kidney beans, they need to be cooked for 15 minutes before you put them in because otherwise they'll be poisonous. Oh. So I never know which bean is what so I cook them all for 15 <laughs> minutes before I put them in. I use a tin of beans yeah. drained which is easier still. Yeah. Um, a couple more questions. Does a slow cooker heat chicken to a high enough temperature to be safe? Uh, it does because the low setting is about 94 degrees centigrade and um, the high setting is about 149 from memory. Um, so it is definitely food safe temperature. Mm. Um, so long as your slow cooker is working properly, um, that there's not an issue at all. And cook, it cooks chicken beautifully because it, you know sometimes chicken can dry out a little. Um, chicken breast and yeah, roast chicken sometimes, but this. Um, this method of cooking it will always keep it lovely and moist. Mm. You know what I do, Mark, speaking of chicken, I start out a roast chicken in the slow cooker, and I do this with um, leg of lamb as well. I start it out in the slow cooker, cook it low and slow, and then I take it out when it is cooked um, and pop it into the oven and just brown it off, and it's always tender and lovely. What I would say about chicken is always start it off on high. 
Yes. I always started off on high for about 30 minutes first to give it that first kick of heat. And then if you want to, cut it back to low after that. What about a favourite vegetarian recipe? Oh, yes. There's so many. My daughter um, came up with spiced lentils, which are great. We have uh, one of our children is vegan and his fiance as well. So, yes, there's things like um, spiced lentils. There's all sorts of different um, curries you can make. Lovely, like a pumpkin and chickpea curry is delicious. Um, They're good standbys like that. And you could do a vegetarian lasagna if you want to, even in a slow cooker. Mm. And something like pepperonata, um, ratatouille, anything like that um, is just, just so good. The rule of thumb is with a slow cooker, Never put in too much liquid or you will end up with that kind of warm, sloppy mess that we were talking about before, tasteless. Always cut the water um, in half or the liquid in half. Mm. Um, Usually about half a cup is ample because what happens is none of the steam escapes, as we were talking about before. So um, people say it makes its own liquid, but actually what happens is none of the the steam is escaping because of that seal that's formed. So you're getting beautiful flavours and juices so long as you don't put in too much of the liquid. Mm -hmm. And what about tips? Are the tips required for, you know, maintenance of them, the cleaning, etc.? Just be sure to clean them very well um, and um, always around the rim when this is just as a general um, tip for when you're cooking them always make sure the rim is very clean so that seal can form very well but they're super easy to clean mm. I mean I'm guilty of throwing mine not the electrical part of course but the insert and the lid in the in the dishwasher because they just clean so beautifully yeah. but if you didn't have a dishwasher the simple thing to do is just to put some water into the slow cooker once the contents are taken out, pop the lid on, turn it on to high or even low for half an hour or an hour, and then you just you just um, tip the water out and wash it. You'll be surprised how easy it is. I'm just lazy putting it in the dishwasher. The other question I was going to ask is the uh, the air fryer. Is that going to be a threat to the slow cooker? No, they they do different things. You know, I mm. love my air fryer too. Not as much as my slow cooker, but nevertheless, <laughs> it has a place. Um, they they're wonderful for a whole lot of other reasons. Like they will um, do beautiful chips and lovely pies and that sort of thing. Where mm. pastry um, is um, particularly, you know, lovely. Um, puff pastry, it doesn't do so well in the slow cooker, of course, which mm-hmm. I should have mentioned before. Pastry is not something which is really um, big in the slow cooker, but the air fryer um, does that so well. You know, so they're good mates. You know, what one doesn't do, the other does. They work can work in tandem. We discovered that the other day, funnily enough. Um, we were in a hurry to – my wife was in a hurry to do a bacon and egg pie and it didn't quite go well enough in the in the oven, so she put it in the air fryer and it was magical. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Oh, yes. They're an amazing piece of equipment. Um, yeah. I, I love mine. And, you know, sometimes if you reheat something like um, sausage rolls, you yes. pop them back in the oven and they they dry out. Pop yes. them in the air fryer for five minutes and they, they come up as if they'd just come out the oven. Just a few bri- minutes ago, you know, fresh. Absolutely. Well, Sally, lovely chatting with you. I was going to ask you just briefly about your work in prisons. Oh, yes. Yes. That, you know, that was, I was a bit chicken about it at first. I thought, oh, I don't know. But I was so ashamed of myself because it was the most enthusiastic class I ever had. Um, they were just amazing, so helpful. And, you know, 
I think that, you know, these women have been um, in prison for a time, they seem to be released women, and yes. then they go home, look after themselves or their families. They, they haven't cooked in goodness knows how long. How are they supposed to manage? How are they supposed to shop? How are they supposed to budget? How are they supposed to um, put a recipe together? So we ran a program in the prison for several months and put a little cookbook together for them at the end. I loved every minute of it. It was just Fantastic, fantastic fun. That was, as I said, that was so helpful. We started out feeding, you know, just the people in the class. Then we ended up feeding uh, others who were other inmates, and then we ended up feeding the guards, and we ended up feeding, sending food right up to the head of prison. That's how enthusiastic they were, because people, organisations donate the food, like, you know, yes. 20 kilo bag of potatoes. Well, they just kept on cooking, and so that's that's how it ended up. Best time ever. And I know, just to finish, um, you have a bit of a motto in your life. Can you share what that motto is? Oh, I have several. Oh, yes, I know. Um, this is one I was talking to the lovely Jessica about. Yeah. Yes, it's a quote by David Biscott. Um, and I don't consider I have any gift at all, but I do like to, as I said, demystify cooking. Sorry, let's see if I can remember it. Um, the purpose of life is to discover your gift. The work of life is to develop it. The meaning of life is to give your gift away. Fantastic. And I just love that. I thought, yes, that's that's really something to live by. Well, you have give, given your gift away with all these 16 books and the 200,000 copies that are sold. <laughs> so uh, you can certainly testify to that. And well done on you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Lovely to chat with you, Sally. Thank you so Thank much for sharing too. it with us. My pleasure, Mark. Bye. Bye bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.